Good morning. Today, Bezrat Hashem will be learning Daf Lamed Gimel in Maseches Kiddushin. It's Erev Rosh Hashanah, Tav Shin Pei Gimel. We uh, don't. None of us know how much time we have. Maybe we have Admev Esrim to learn Torah. I, I, I'm really sp- specifically referring to the fact we don't know how long we have this room when Rabbi Harris is going to come here. Uh, but um, okay, so we're on Amar Mar. We were yesterday. I think we signed off for the year. But Andrew and Barry said, "What are you talking about? Isn't it Daf Yomi?" Okay. May we be zochah all year long to un, uh, under-promise and over-deliver. Okay, here we go. So Amar Mar, the second line on Lamed Gimel. We're talking about uh, having covered for our elders. So Yachal Yadren with Mamon. So there's a question. If you have somebody who's an elder, do you have to, we're talking about a non-relative, do you have to, you know, invest financially in, in that, you know, whatever that financial investment would entail? So Talmud Lomar, now we have a limit for Tokum Behadarta. We quoted the Pasuk yesterday. They stand up and you should be Mehader, right? Uh, give honor to the elder. <clears throat> and those two things are similar in the following way. Just like standing up for someone is very, uh, it's very nice, but it's also free. So similarly, hider, whatever hider, whatever form it takes when you're giving cover to an elder, it doesn't have to be in financial way. It's, it's only including ways that are, sometimes the best things are free, and hadarta p'tezaken is intended to be one of those things. Says the Gemara, v'kimelez b'chesar kis. Are you going to say that standing up never has chesar kis? Milo askina de kanakiv marginisa, right? Sometimes you're dealing with a person who's piercing a pearl or some other thing. He's, he's in the OR and he has to scrub out, right? What, in order to stand up for an elder. So that's certainly a chisar and kiss. As the Gemara, uh, I'm sorry, uh, and, and it describes it. It says, who, while rising, right, has to right, get out of whatever he's doing, and that in itself, that idol from work is going to actually cost him something. So kima is not necessarily as free as it sounds. So the Gemara, no. Now, so we do the, see what's going on? We do the drusha both ways. We have kima and hidr, and then hidr back to kima. Which is to say, you learn from the fact that getting up is usually free, right? The fact that hidr can be, uh, should not involve in financial investment. And then you bring it back the other way, that the kind of kima that we're talking about is like hidr. Just like hidr doesn't have bitl, right? Whenever you're honoring um, an elder, right, there is not an expectation. Hidr means showing favor without, as Rashi explains, right, showing kavod, but hither show, means showing kavod without, right, being mevatel from work. So in other words, standing up might mean being mevatel from work, but hither certainly doesn't mean that you have to take off from work to do it. So you learn that back to the kima. So just like the hither doesn't mean you have to take off work, af kima, so to standing up is the kind of standing up where you don't have to take off from work. Oh, so now that you have that, Understanding that the standing up you, doesn't mean that you have to take off from work, then you bring it back the other way and you say, So you bring it back and you say, okay, so the standing up that we're doing is the kind where we don't have to take off from work. And the kind of standing that we're doing is uh, the kind that is like hitter in the sense that it's free. So it turns out that you don't have to either stand up or right uh, offer financial um, investment for this mitzvah of Hadarta B'nei Zakein, you don't have to take off from work for it, for, for so um, per se, it is one of those best things in life that are free. You do it only when there's no financial uh, investment. 
Now, deriving from this uh, thread, we say, Mikan Amru ain't by the Umanius, Mashayan Lamodum Pnetamita Chachamim, Bishar Shaoskim Melachtam. Yeah, if you're a Baal Umnus, there was a whole discussion we were learning this last night, right? We know that Po'alim, uh, I don't know, the, the Tosfos, the top Tosfos, ain't by the There's a little bit of an issue here. Are, are you. Are you like a laborer? Because, you know, we, t- we learned in Brachos that Pa'alim aren't even supposed to like daven and say Kriyashma. So they're doing like a shortened version, right? Mm-hmm. When they're up in the tree, right? In other words, you're, you're, uh, if you're on the clock, so then how are you allowed to do any of this? So Tosva says maybe you are on the clock. The question is, these craftsmen, Baal Umnus is not really necessarily a Pa'al. If you're like a craftsman that's selling your own wares, so maybe you're not on the clock. Be that as it may, that, so I'm just pointing out that this is a matter of discussion. Be that as it may, what we're saying here is that if you're, let's say, in the middle of work, you're not allowed to stand for a time Chacham while you're in the middle of work, Ein Rishayin. Ein Rishayin means, sounds like you're not allowed to. That too is controversial. Does it mean you're not allowed to? Or you're permitted not to? But the point is, there is some sort of statement that when you're working, you are allowed to continue working. Okay, That's what the Gemara says. So now the Gemara is uh, going to challenge that and say, Velo, Vatnan, we have a Mishnah in Bikurim. And the Mishnah says the following. People are coming with their Bikurim. Right? We learned it a few weeks ago in the Chumash. And the Mishnah says the following. Kol when the people used to bring their Bikurim to Yishalayim, all the guys on the Shuk, right, they would walk through the Shuk, and all the Jews in the Shuk would stand up uh, for covered for them, to encourage them. And to give them kavod, v'shalim b'shlomam, and they say, "How are you?" Right? The people of Yerushalayim, the workers there were very, very welcoming. And they would say, "Hello, Baltimoreans, welcome, welcome to Yerushalayim." Okay, so they would welcome us, and we see. So what do we see? That the workers are allowed to take time away from their work in order to greet people. So shouldn't we be able to take off from work in order to stand up and, and be mechabed elders? Elders or tamidachachamim, as it were. So Rabbi Yochanan explained that they would stand up for the visitors, right? That for the tourists or the visitors with the Bikurim, you stand up. But tamidachachamim, not. Wow. That is quite a statement. That was not lost on Rabbi Yossi bar As it says, Rabbi Yossi Bar-Avin, Bo-Rei Look how great is this mitzvah in its time, right? Mitzvah, while it is being performed, right? It is one of the holiest things that we are acknowledging these people bringing Bikurim. Because we stand for the people bringing Bikurim. More so than Talmud Chacham. In other words, when a Talmud Chacham walks by, if you're in the middle of work, you keep working. When somebody is doing a mitzvah and they walk by, uh, that act is so great that you stand up for them and stop working. That's unbelievable. Is this only the mitzvah of Bikurim or is this any mitzvah? So our Rashi makes it sound very clear that it's any mitzvah. And the art school says that the Rashi elsewhere says otherwise. Okay, that it's only mitzvah Bikurim. Okay. Um, be that as it may, the Gemara says maybe that's not really compelling because Dilma is shining awesome. Yeah, that maybe we're, the reason why we're allowing them to stand up here is not because it's a mitzvah uh, it, or, it, and, and it's also not really informing us about uh, kavod, an extra kavod, the kavod, like 
relative value of covered for Tamid Chachamim versus people doing mitzvahs. It's a totally different thing. The imkain atamachshin lasid lava, Rashi just means it's a positive reinforcement, Rashi says, right? As Rashi says, Shaloy aviyu ochi yomer nivazim on the beinim. Evelavishiv chiv of mitzvah havo. Right? So he's saying like this, that really you don't stand up and you don't stop work. Why do we tell the people of Yerushalayim to stand up for tourists? Because they encourage tourism, to encourage people coming to Ali Laregal, to encourage people come with their Bikurim. If the people took the time, right, they're bringing their Bikurim, they're, um, they're getting uh, time off from work and they're buying all the tickets and they're traveling all this way, and then they get there and nobody cares and, there, and there's no industry to sort of like, uh, you know, encourage them and acknowledge them and welcome them warmly. So then next time they're not going to be as motivated to go. And so there's a special, totally different thing having nothing to do with covered of uh, or, or elders that we encourage the tourists with their Bikurim to come to Yerushalayim and the people of Yerushalayim have like a policy of being extremely warm and welcoming, stopping what they're working. It's part of your job, Andrew. Part of the job description of having a stall in the shuk is to be very, very warm to the people who are walking by. Okay. So, Amar Mar. Okay. You'll recall this from the Bryce. Yesterday we were talking about There was a question. You might have thought that even in the Schwitz or right in the locker room, you have to stand up for Pnezakim. And then the Bryce said that you don't because Vehadarta, Makom, where that it's only a place that's actually, right, a place where Hidur would apply. That doesn't apply to such places. So the Gemara below, really? You, nobody ever stood up for anybody in the Schwitz. When Rabchia was sitting in a bathhouse, the Chalif Azel Rabshim Barabi, Rabshim Barabi passed by, and Rabchia didn't stand for him, but Rabshim took umbrage with that, right? He thought that that wasn't appropriate. He thought that you should stand up for him in the Schwitz. And he went and told his father, This was the complaint. In other words, Rav Shimon, right, Barebi, goes to his father, Rebbe, and says, I taught that guy, Rabchia, two-fifths of Sefer Tehillim, which if you're doing the math, might be 60 capital Tehillim. Okay. And, he, and, and what? And then I go to the Schwitz, and he's just sitting there, and he doesn't even stand for me? Visu, obviously not for his own covered berries, for covered Torah. Visu, and similarly, there was another incident like this. Bar Kapar, Shmuel Bar, I'm not sure whether this was Bar Kapar or Shmuel, Yossi, be that as me, Yossi, be Maschusa, one of these Gedolim was sitting in the Schwitz. Ah, the the same of Shimon Berebi. Sounds like if Shimon Berebi was not very deferential in the Schwitz. Belokami Kame, and Bar Kapar also, uh, oh, no, this was payback. Bar Kapar didn't stand for Shimon Berebi, the Ikbad. And look at that. Shimon Berevi took offense. How does that work? Wasn't he the one that didn't stand up for him before? Yeah. So now he's taking offense. And he went. No, it's the same one. Shimon Berevi was the one that wasn't. Right, right. No, Rabchia didn't stand for him. And Abar Kapar or Shmuel Barbiosi didn't stand for him. It's the same of Shimon Berevi. Yeah, so if Shemin Berebi can, can't get no respect in the Schwitz, okay? And he's walking around the Schwitz, and these guys are not standing up for him. And every time he's telling his dad, and also so Shimon Berebi tells his father, and also Shimon Berebi is a character, right? He's keeping track of the percentage of these farms he's teaching his Talmudim. Okay. I taught him Shnei Shlisha Shlish. Shlisha Shlish is a ninth. So I told him, like, taught him two ninths of, of Sefer Vayikar, Taras Kohanim. He didn't stand for me. So he keeps going to his father and tattletailing, and everyone is not standing up for him in the Schwitz. And he's recording how much he taught them. 
And he's saying, what's going on? Okay, so we don't know what his father answered him the first time, but the second time he said the following thing. You're such a good teacher, Rabbi Shimon, that uh, they can't stop thinking about what you're saying, about what you taught them. So they're sitting and they're, they're orangutan and they're learning, they're harving in the sugya of Vayikra or Tehillim, and they didn't even notice you. They were so absorbed in the learning because you're such a great Rebbe. Nice. Says the Gemara, is that true? Time of the Ben Yoshev Mahar, Halav Hachilo. So what are you going to say? That was that, that if it weren't for the fact that they were spacing in the chips and like actually totally absorbed in their learning, they would have had to stand up for him in the bathhouse? So maybe you do have to stand up in the bathhouse? That's an elaborate question, right, Barry? This is a whole, this was brought down to challenge this idea of whether you have to stand up for someone in the bathhouse. So the Gemara, that whole story, Lokasha. Yeah, there's different areas of the bathhouse, right? There's the locker room area, the outside area, there's the inner area where nobody's dressed, right? So the Gavai is in the inner chamber where people aren't even dressed at all. There, for sure, you don't have to stand up. In the Bavrai, in the, maybe in the area where people are already dressed, so even though that's technically part of the bathhouse, of course you should show covered there. And that actually makes sense. This is says, you're allowed to have a Yerhurim, Yerhurim Torah, and think about Torah everywhere, but you can't in the base of Merchatz and the base of Kisei. Well, right, so the fact is that you can't even have Yehurei Torah. So if you can't have Yehurei Torah, so how do these stories even, right, how would Rebbe assume that they were, these guys were learning Torah? It must be that when it says that you can't have Yehurei Torah, it's talking about some other part of the base of Merchatz where for sure you cannot have Yehurei Torah, and that there's a part of the bathhouse where you can have Yehurei Torah. And it is in that bathhouse, part of the bathhouse, where you can have Yehurei Torah, namely the outer chamber, and there it would uh, stand to reason that if they weren't having Yehurei maybe they should have stood up. But they were so absorbed in the learning because they were in that portion of the bathhouse where they were allowed to learn that they did, forgot to stand up. However, that also may not be true because as the Gemara says, Dilma Unse shiny. Yeah, could be that the reason why there was a possibility they were learning here at Torah is because they were in the part of the bathhouse where it's permissible. Or it could also be that even though they were in a part of the bathhouse where it was not permissible to learn Torah, they couldn't help themselves, Andrew. Let say shiny, says Rashi. Palm shoot Torah to my So this is why I try not to learn Eun before I go to the Schwitz. Because sometimes you get so absorbed in your learning, before you go to the Schwitz, against, right, against your will. You have no choice but in your mind, in your heart. You're just always thinking Torah. We always are to be thinking Torah in our minds and hearts. Says so the Gemara. Okay, so now later on, this is all from the Bryce that we discussed yesterday. We thought, can you right? It says So obviously, in order to afford cover to, to an elder, you have to be able to see that the elder is there. Now the Gemara says, and, and so we learned that that means you're not allowed to when you know that the elder is there. You're not allowed to close when you see an elder. You're not allowed to close your eyes, pretend like you don't see the elder. And therefore, not afford him covered because it's like, right, uh, here, the, the, as if they don't, they're not there. So the Gemara asks, what kind of business is this? Who does that? Are we talking about Nudniks? Like, what kind of Russia is going to see an old person and instead of standing up for them, close his eyes, pretend they're not there? I mean, who does that? 
So the Gemara says, no. Ela yochel yatsim enov mikom in the matzah is machiv, not such a great guy, but a guy that's not quite as bad as the guy before, where he sees the gadol from far away, and he's anticipating chiv. The, the, the only difference here is that instead of the gadol being right in front of him and is shutting his eyes, this gadol he sees from far away, and he shuts his eyes in anticipation so that later he won't have to stand up from him. Okay? So in other words, yochel yatsim enov mikom in the matzah is machiv, before the chiv comes. When's the chiv? When he gets the daladamas, right? That's the... That's when the yeshiva guys will tell you that the chiyuv is chal, right? That's when he, it's actually triggered, is when they're actually in his vicinity. That's for most gadolim. We see, we'll see soon that for his rabbi muvak, maybe be different, or the gadol dor of some sort. But here, you know, a regular zakein. So again, he closed his eyes before the chiyuv took effect. So he's not really taking a chiyuv and throwing it in the garbage by closing his eyes. He's, he's, before the chiv takes effect, he's closing his eyes. Mm-hmm. Because and he's avoiding standing for him in Talmud Lomar, Takam Be'eresa. And that's where the Pasuk says, no, stand up. And if, you might recall from yesterday, Be'eresa. It says Be'eresa Salokim. It, uh, the Torah itself attaches Yiras Shemayim to this mitzvah of Hadar Tabedezakim, the mitzvah of standing for elders. It actually attaches Yiras Shemayim to a couple of other mitzvahs. We will mention that in the Gemara shortly. But what the Gemara is saying here is that the Yiras Shemayim means that what, Barry? That even Bechadri Hadar, right? Yiras Shemayim is not something that you have only in front of other people. It's something that you have in your heart, in mind. And therefore, you, uh, by being disingenuous and closing your eyes, in order to and, uh, avoid and anticipate a chiv, that obviously is not a form of yiras shemayim, and therefore that is inappropriate. Okay. Now, the the chiv, it says over here, Tana, Ezo kima sheyesh behidur, heavy omer zed dalad amos. We said that when you have, what kind of standing up as hidur, that's when you're in the dalad amos. Amar bai lo amar l'barab muvak. Right, that's true of a rabbi, a teacher, that you stand up when they're the dalad amos, and then they could see, and everyone else could see, Right, that they that you're standing again. If you're in a place and and the, and your rebbe is far away, so then you're standing up. It's not you're standing up isn't necessarily going to be attached to that rebbe, right? Because how how do they know that you're standing up for him? He's all the way on the other side of the shul. Unless you're the Talmud Muvak of that rebbe, then when you're standing up, then it's obvious that who you're standing up for because everybody associates you with that rebbe. That's why Avol Berabo Muvak right? When it's his rebbe Muvak, so then as long as you're within sight. Right, as soon as that man comes within sight, that Rebbe comes within sight, everybody knows, right? So when Rabbi Rose and Rabbi Howard walk in, it doesn't matter where in the building they are. Andrew stands up because everybody knows that the, these are his, right, Rebbe. Now, Abai would stand as soon as he saw what? The ears of Rabbi Yosef's donkey coming up on the horizon. Because he knew that, that he recognized, right, that that would be his Rebbe coming. And right away he would stand up. Now, Abai himself was riding on a donkey, and he went along the river Sagya, and Yosef Kisa, his Talmidim, and some others were sitting on the other side of the river. They didn't stand up for Abai the way he had stood up for his Rebbe. He said to them, Aren't you guys in my shear? Like, I would think that you would stand up. Uh, we didn't notice you. End of story. <laughs> Good story, right, Andrew? Okay. Ten lines up uh, from the bottom, two dots. Right, again, the Bryce from yesterday. How do we know that a Zakain should try to take a circuitous route in order to avoid other people have to, having to stand up for him? It has something to do with the Yaresa. That the Zakain himself also should have some sort of Yira, 
and he in that year, what kind of year is it? It's to avoid right having uh, the covered. Amazing. And we have a tradition, says Abaye, that if he, a person who takes such a circuitous route is going to merit an even longer life. Abaye Makif, and Abaye would in fact do so, and Rebzeir Makif, and Rebzeir too, they would have this right minhag of trying to avoid the covenant that is due to them by uh, trying not to uh, inconvenience people and trying not to bring covenant on themselves. Very nice. Ravina was once sitting in front of Yirmiya, and somebody passed by them without covering their head. That apparently used to be a form of covet for a person to cover your head in their presence. Amar, so Ravina says, Look at this. Ravina said to him, It could be that he's not really chutzpah, he's kind of desensitized to gedolim because he comes from Masamaxia, a city filled with gedolim. And so since it's so common for him, he isn't uh, so blown away by seeing us. And so he's not, he doesn't have that kind of year, but he's not really a chutzpah, he's just used to a different culture, you know. Six lines up, two dots. Okay, this is unlike the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yosef Glili earlier. Right? Before, we weren't sure. Who do you stand up for? Uh, and we were analyzing the Pasuk. It's a little bit ambiguous. If a person has youth and Torah knowledge, uh, maybe stand up for them. Right? The Zakein and the Seva. So Seva is really old age. Zakein is like being a Gadol. So being a Tamachacham. So what does it mean? Tamachacham even if he's young and a right, and a old person, even if he's not a Tamil Chacham, that was what we were saying there. Yisri Bar Yehuda, not according to all Mepharshim, but according to many Mepharshim, is explaining over here, I haven't done a full survey, but I see that some Mepharshim say that it means a Ganson, a non-Jewish person, any old person, right, you have, to, and even a person who's an Avaryan, right, who Chasham does Averos, you stand up for them. And Omer Rabbi Yochanan, Alacha Kisiv in Yehuda. It sounds like Rabbi Yochanan holds that you stand up for all old people. And you'll see in the continuation, four lines up from the bottom, Rabbi Yochanan, in fact, would stand up for non Jews and everyone, as the Gemara continues to say. Rabbi Yochanan, Havakai Mikamei de Sabe Armai. He would stand up for an old, right? For old Armenian non Jewish men. He would stand up for them. And look at what he said. Omar Kama Harpatki Adu Alayu Dahani. He said, how much ex- life experiences people have? You stand up just in deference to that. This is the second narrow line up from the Y. Look at this amazing Rashi. Mikros, Vitsaros, Veronisim, Harbe, Umovsim. I love this. Mikros, things happen, experiences, and he had Tsaros, and he knows, and he has life experience, and also Nisim, Harbe. How do you know that he saw Nisim, Harbe? Andrew, we all do. That's the point. If you live long enough, you see everything, right? And you see Hashem's ways, and it's enough to... Right, give you a sense of the uh, of of Hashem's ways, and that certainly is enough worthy of kavod. Right, that's amazing. Maybe zochad and nisimin flows. Okay, so so Rav Yochanan would stand up in deference to this. Rava may come to lokayid or Rava wouldn't stand for them, but he gave him some kavod. Like his standing is a little bit far, a bridge too far to cross. Why, as we will soon see, because he held that even though yes, all of this is truly. Uh, impressive. It's still not Tyra. Tyra is a different level of covered, as we'll see. Abaye, Yahiv, Yadir, Lasabi. Like Abaye would actually stretch out a hand and, and walk an old lady across the street or an old man, as it were, across the street. Rava, Mishadah, Shluche. Rava would send a Shaliyach. Again, he would afford them the cover, but he wouldn't necessarily do it himself. Rav Nachman, Mishadah, Gozoi. Rav Nachman had officers of some uh, sort set aside for this Hidur, uh, Pnei And 
Amar Ilav, and Rav Nachman himself would say, Ilav Tara, Kaman Nachman Bar Abba Yikabashuka. This is a famous uh, a statement, famously attributed to Rav Nachman, uh, and it's a fun application of it because he's saying, if it weren't for the Torah, how many Nachman Bar Abba would be in the Shuk? Which is to say, I would be just a regular Tom, Dick, and Harry if it weren't for the Torah. The Torah has made my life what it is. And so, in other words, he kind of held more of the Torah, right? In other words, yes, you, you, you can walk Joe Biden across the street, but, you know, it's not the same. You can send somebody to do that. It's not the same as taking a Tamil Chacham. The Tamil Chacham has the Torah that has a le- an extra level of covered where you would want to do that yourself, okay? Now, Amar Rabbi, Amar Anai, as we turn to Lama Gimel days, Tamil Chacham, Rabbi, Arvis. This is an interesting question. Can a Tamil Chacham stand in front of his Rebbe more than twice a day? Well, maybe not. Because if you stand up more than in the morning and at night, then it's like you're standing up for him more than you're standing up for Hashem. After all, for Hashem, Yudav Shachras, Yudav Mincha Marev, in Shomre or here in Shari Zion. And so you're really standing up for Hashem twice, why, uh, twice a day. Why should you stand up for Tamil Chacham more than even Hashem? So the Gemara says, How do we know that a Zakein, so we're going to get back to this, that he's not supposed to bother other people to stand up because of the reason we said before, that the Zakein himself has to have a certain amount of Yira. So what does that have to do with this question? So the Gemara spells it out. It says, If really you only have to stand up for the Zakein, right, one, twice a day, so then why shouldn't you walk by? In other words, it's not a Tircha, right? In other words, it would only be a Tircha if you really had to do it all day long. But if it's like in the in the beginning and the night in the night and the day, so it's okay. So you so you fulfill your chiyuv, and it's not such a big tircha. So amazingly, the Gemara says elalav kulayama from the fact that a zaket is supposed to avoid having other people stand up for them all day. It wouldn't be a tircha unless it really meant all day, and therefore it seems like you are allowed to stand up for your rebbe more than just twice a day. You're, because otherwise there'd be no issue of tircha at all. So says the Gemara, It's possible that you only have to stand up shachas arvis. That's what I would have said, right? That even though it's only shachas arvis, it's still uh, meritorious for the old person to avoid even just as shachas arvis having people stand up for him. Even the slightest bit of an inconvenience to other people uh, is the Gemara with Muslim moment. You have to be really sensitive to the slightest bit of inconvenience for other people. People's time and effort and life is worth uh, is worth um, is worth it. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what's going on in Israel? The Rosh Hashiva is, is is coming in, and you have to stand there many many times. So uh, I think so. Yeah. So we have the top toast of Lama Gimel Lord Beis. We were looking at yesterday that yeah, this may be referring to. Whether you're in the yeshiva, if you're not in the yeshiva, in other words, put it this way. I'll say it, I'll say it outside in the simplest possible way. If somebody's coming in and they see that the Rosh is coming in and, and people didn't stand up for him, that is not covered Arab, even if they've already stood up for him before. So that also has to be balanced into the equation. So in such a scenario, everybody would stand up anyway. So Feldman, right, uh, Shlita, can walk into Nair, the base manager, as many, uh, in and out, all, they'll stand up for him all day as they should, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. Because in May, Amar Belazar eight lines down. Call Tamil Chacham Sheinonim Bnei Rabba Nikor Russia. It's wicked not to stand up for your Rebbe. Ve'ena Marach Yomim, and and you're not going to be meriting long life. With Talmudim Mishdakeach, and you'll forget you're learning. It's a terrible thing. Shneamar Betov Lo Yer Betov Lo Yer Russia Lo Yarach Yomim. This is a pasuk in Kohelis. 
better not to be a Russia, and you're not going to. And then you're not going to have long life. And you'll be like a passing shadow if you don't have Yerush Shemayim. So it takes this Yerush Elohim that's in this Pasuk in Kohalas and compares it, as you might recall, to the Yerush Elohim in the Hadar Tepetei Zaken. And it makes a connection. Why is this Yerush in this Pasuk in Kohalas? But we know. Because it says, Right? Because it says, Right, and therefore, since that can be applied to the pasuk of Hadar Tabnei Zaken, so that's what it means. It attaches the pasuk in Kohelas to the pasuk of Hadar Tabnei Zaken Ve'Yeresa and it's teaching you that that's a very important. It's so important to stand up for your rabbi and for your elders that, in fact, you will write the rest of this curse of your. You won't have a Rishos Yomim and all these other things. Right, applicable to those who do not do so and refrain from giving that cover. Right, conceptually it makes some sense if you de- if you can't appreciate right uh, the Torah and you can't and you don't have covered for what you're doing. Right, so then of course you know this lack of reverence right is is the root of uh, of, of all your bad behavior. Be that as it may, the Gemara says ribis ribes maras mishkalos. Huh. What's ribis and mishkalos? Where did that come from? Well, also by ribis and mishkalos it says ve'yareisamilokecha. Those are the other places in the Torah that I was alluding to. It says, don't do, don't, right? It, sa- it says that you shouldn't, right, take ribbis from someone. So why is it not those uh, mitzvahs that are uh, attached to the Pasuk and Kohelas? So my answer is, Yeah, because the word Pnei Zakein, right? And Pnei Sevatakum. And over here it says, Enu Yurare Milifnei Elokim. So the Pnei Pnei Pnei, you bring it all that back and you realize that, no, that where it says by, for example, ribbis, it says, It says, don't, you know, don't take ribbis from your, from your buddy, from your Jewish buddy. So it does attach it to, but it doesn't say, The word pnei only appears in and therefore that's how we know that it's that year of Silkim that's referring to of standing up for Zokin, a very important uh, value indeed. 17 lines, Daddy Bailu, no, Vahu Rabo Maulam Pnei Aviv. So now we're talking about relative covet here. So if the son is a Rebbe, does he stand for his father? So Tashma, he's not only, right? He's not only a Rebbe, he's his father's Rebbe. So Tashma, Damale, Shmuel, Leravi Yehuda, Shinna, Kumikami Avucha. Right? We learned that uh, yesterday, Shmuel. Said to Rabbi Yehuda, you remember, right? His father Yecheskel was teaching his son Rami, but then there was also another son, Rabbi Yehuda, and he was like apparently Yecheskel's Rebbe, and and indeed Shmuel gave him musr to Rabbi Yehuda, who was his father's Rebbe, that he should stand up for his Rebbe, his father. He should stand up for his father, rather, right? So says the Gemara, shiny Rabbi Yecheskel, the Baal Maisim Hava, yeah, that his father was a Baal Maisim. In other words, right, Rabbi Rose may be. His father's right. His father is a member of the congregation, and he comes to shul. But he, but his father is a big tzaddik, the, and and therefore so much so that even Shmuel himself would stand up. Everybody would stand up for him. So therefore, it makes perfect sense, right, that his son Yehuda, he, despite being his rav and his rebbe, should stand up for him. So what's the point? What was he saying? Rise to your father. In other words, if it's if he's so chashiv, the father. Right, if Yecheskel was so chashev, so then what's the what's the chiddush? What's Shmuel telling his son? It's obvious. Right, sometimes I'm walking in 
says says Shmuel to Behuda, and I'm your Rebbe, right? Apparently Shmuel was right, Rabbi Yehuda's Rebbe, and he says, and your Halak of Father is walking behind me. Stand up for your father. Don't stand up for me. Which is to say, the fact that he's your father and a big tzaddik overshadows everything. You should always give him the proper cover, even though you're his Rebbe, and even though I'm your Rebbe, stand up for him. Wow. Okay. But does Rebbe Rose's father have to stand up for him? Right? In other words, if the son is the Rebbe, does the father have to stand up? Right? Until now we were talking about does the son stand up for the father? But does the father stand up for the son? So Tashma. Rabbi Shuman Levi said, it's, I don't stand in front of my son. I only do it because he's, he's married to the base Nasi. In other words, even though his son was a Rav, right? We'll see the Gemara expl- spe- uh, spells it out as follows. In other words, I am his teacher. But if he were my teacher, I would stand before him. In other words, like this. He was really, Rav Shimon Levi was the son's rabbi, but he was saying like this, that the reason why I stand up for him is because he's attached to the base Nazi. If he was my rabbi, I wouldn't stand up for him. That's how we're teasing out of this, that if the son's the rabbi, the father doesn't have to stand up for the son. So the Gemara says, no, maybe that's not what he meant. Maybe he meant the following. Right? That I, it's not becoming to stand for my son even if he were my teacher. Because I'm his father. That's what I just said. So I must have said it wrong in the first one. It's only out of respect of base Nasi that I stood for him. In other words, right, his, his, his statement it was ambiguous for Shuman Levi. So we're not, we don't know. Is the reason that it's proper for him to stand is because he's his teacher? But if he were my teacher... I would stand before him. That's what we. That's what you should have understood the first time. If he were my teacher, I would stand before him. Or do you infer from his statement that if he were my teacher, I would stand before him, and I'm only standing for him because he's the nasi? So we don't know. So does the right, right? Does the father stand up for for his son if his son is the rebbe? So the gemara says ibaylo. So uh, we don't know. That seems to be unresolved. Okay, ibaylo. Third question. A, a, a totally different thing. When the Rebbe is standing, or walking, rather, that's really the question. When do you, walk, when, when do you stand up for the Rebbe? So if the Rebbe is just sitting, right, is at his desk in his office, then, of course, you're, he's, he's stationary. So you don't just keep standing up and down and jumping up and down. When do you stand up? If you're sitting, the Rebbe is Mahalach. He's walking by, and then you stand up for him as he's walking by. So the question is, what about if he's driving by? Is that like standing or is it like he's, he's sitting in the car, really? So is he sitting or is he standing? Because if he's sitting, then you don't stand up. If he's standing or passing by, then you do stand up. So I'm going to buy a Yoshef Ilan. A totally different context, right? Having to do the Mitzorah. Mitzorah has Tumah. The Tumah of a Mitzorah has Tumas Ohel. Therefore, if, but it only has Tumas Ohel, this is very important, only if he's sitting. Okay. So therefore, if the Mitzorah is sitting, under a tree, Vitara Omed, Tame. And a pure person is standing there, he's going to become Tame for Tumas Oil because the Mitzvah is sitting. Now, if Tame Omed, Tachas Ilan, if the Tame is standing, Vitara Yoshev Tar, right? And the Tar is the one that's sitting, so the Tar is going to remain Tar because, again, the Tame person is only going to be Tame, Tumas Oil, if he's sitting, and he's not sitting, he's standing, okay? And, Vim Yashav, Hatame, Hatar, Tame. Bechem Be'evan Yeah, but if the Mitzvah is sitting, and of course, 
the, in other words, it doesn't matter whether the Torah is standing or sitting. That's the last case. So the Torah is sitting and the Tameh is sitting. Of course, the point here is that if the, so long as the Tameh is sitting, he's going to be metame the Tahar, Tumas oil under the tree. Okay? In the same, and this is important, if somebody is carrying a Tameh stone and they have Tzaraz, if the carrier of the stone is sitting, the Tumah is going to be metame, uh right, to other people. But if the carrier of the stone is standing, then the stone is not going to convey. So some of the stone takes on the status of the person who's carrying it. So what does that mean? Wow. That explains to us that a person riding an animal is as if he were, what? Walking. Why? Because we see that it's the, that the carrier, not the stone itself, that determines it, right? And therefore, if a person's in a car, what, you see that? The person in the car is like the stone. It all depends on whether the car is moving. If the car is moving, it's like the person's moving. So now you know. If you're sitting in an airplane, are you sitting or are you moving? You're moving because the airplane's moving. Just like a stone in a person with Saras's pocket is determined whether that it's standing or sitting based on whether that person is standing or sitting. That's the analogy. Shmamina. That it's as if he's walking. Therefore, if he passes by in a car, you have to stand up for him. Okay, finally. Do you stand for Sefer Torah? Well, we're so used to it that, what do you mean? Of course. But this is from this Kavachomer. Yeah, you stand in front of those who t- learn it. Certainly you stand up with the Torah itself. And the story. Right, they were standing and they were learning Torah. And Rav Shimon Barab passed by, and they stood for him. So Amalus, Shimon Barab said, what? Why are you standing for me? First of all, you guys are big tummy chachamim. I'm a regular guy. And also, does the, Torah stand, does the Torah stand for its students? In other words, you're learning. That's Torah. So what? You're going to stand for the, you're going to stop the learning? To stand up for the Talmudim? No. The Talmudim are only great to the extent that they're learning. So you should never stop your learning to stand up for me. A big honor he was. Sabalaka Rabalazar. Apparently he had like Rabalazar. Dharma Rabalazar, ain't Tamil Chacham Rashay Lamod Mipne Rabba Bishash Kutara. Yeah. That even if your Rabbi walks in, right? If you excuse me, if you're learning, that's the ultimate covenant of Torah, so you keep learning. However, Layat Alea Baye, this for some reason made Birnbaum laugh out loud. Because he thought it was funny that Abaye not only disagreed, but he cursed him for this. He said, No, it's all right, you have this like little balance. What's more important, covenant Torah or learning Torah? It's almost like, right, Chachma Kodem Liyira or Yira Kodem Lachachma, right? In other words, like, are you Zoche to be a Tamachacham if you can't have proper covered for Tamidah Chachamim? And so, what's the bigger value? When you're learning, you should stop and give covered uh, because that's what the learning is all about, or the learning is the, is the main thing, okay? And therefore, even if a Rebbe is walking by, you don't. So, Abaye felt very strongly that it's the covered that's the Iker. Okay, uh, finally, let's finish with this. They watched Moshe until they entered the tent. This is a Pasuk that is going to be interpreted. Klal Yisrael watched their Rebbe walk into the Ohel. There's two ways, I'll say it outside first, two ways to read it. Either they were looking at him lignai and saying, look at this guy, and saying Lashon Har about him, terrible, or it means that they watched him and they stood in attention and honor until he got to his oil and then they sat down. 
the exact opposite. So let's see. Rami Yitzchak Nafcha Chadam Lagnai V'Chadam Leshvach. There's Machlokas. Manda Amar Lagnai Kedisa. Lagnai was as it explained elsewhere. Rashi says Kedisa, unbelievable. The third line from the bottom. Mishum Tadaver Magunu Lotzo Lefarsima. He the Gemara didn't want to say what this Gnai was because it's a disgusting behavior. Isn't that amazing? You want to know the dirt? Look at the Medrash Rabbi Tanchumi, you'll see all the disgusting things they were saying. Look at his thick thighs and his thick neck. He's feeding off of our, he's getting rich off of, I mean, disgusting things. They're just like, the, the, the silly, horrible, disparaging thing that people will say with Lashon Hara. We shouldn't know from it. Anyway, anyway, we weren't supposed to say it because the Gemara didn't say it, but Rashi gave it away. Anyway, man darim l'shevach, amar chizkia. What's the shevach? Amali yechanina bereid rabbar, amar rabbar, amar rabbi abdimi demin chayfa, abdimi of chayfa. Chach, thank you. Chacham over. If a chacham passes by, omen melafnam dalad amos. Right. So you're supposed to stand as soon as you come within four amos. Okay, mishavar dalad amos. Yoshev av bezdin over. Oh, so then you sit when he gets to the dalad amos. And av bezdin omen melafnam below enov. You stand as soon as he comes into sight. Okay, mishavar dalad amos. Yoshev. And when, he, and he goes far on his way, you could sit. Nasi Oivad Oiver. If a Nasi passed by, Omen will find him low enough. You stand until he comes into sight. And you and you can't sit until he is seated in place. That's the source. That's what they were doing. They were watching and they were sitting, and they didn't sit until he got to this place. So that's what Kalis was doing. They didn't sit out of deference to Moshe Rabbeinu until he got to the Ohel. May we all be Zoha to a Shana Tova. To Xiva Vichasima Taiva, good bench to your. Back to you.